Hey everybody, it's Kyle, coming to you live from my basement. Oh, what a week. Last week was a crazy, crazy, crazy week. Uh, this week is coming in at a tight second. <laughs> really, not as bad. Last week was nuts. Um, but I won't get into all of that. Um, I will talk a little bit about it in a second. But first, I'm going to talk real quick about some things uh, that make me happy, things that are going good in my life right now. Uh, first off, tacos. Hey, man, I know everybody loves tacos, right? I mean, come on. Um, but in general, I just really love Mexican cuisine. Now, I assume mostly what I'm probably eating is Mexican-American cuisine, right? Because we take things and add a lot of cheese and sauce and stuff to it and call it Mexican still, but yeah, I know what it is, but I still love it. It puts me in a good mood. Um, and the reason I bring this up is because one of our favorite places nearby is called Tipsy Taco. And we kind of happened upon it maybe like a year and a half ago, um, my wife and I. And we were just looking for a new place to go eat. And it's we'd seen it a thousand times. We just never had stopped there. It was always, it looks so busy, you know. Well, I know why now. But it, it's fantastic. And it got all kinds of different tacos on there. Um, everything from, you know, pork belly to just regular old beef tacos, um, which I love. They're, they're old school is what they call them, beef tacos. Fantastic. Um, and then, of course, you know, they've got a variety of good uh, drink as well. And so they always have some decent uh, tequilas there. And fantastic beer selection. And also great margaritas and mixed drinks that they make. As a matter of fact, a little shout out to Mikey. They even have a their own ranch water on tap. Which is something that I've been... Uh, I learned about from Mikey uh, due to his trips uh, to go do his dent removal stuff. And um, yeah, I'm in love with it now. Basically... It's a couple shots of tequila with some lime juice, maybe an ounce or so. And some Topo Chico is the best carbonated mineral water to use. You can use anything, but Topo Chico, it does have a distinct vibe to it or flavor. I, I don't know how to explain it. It's got a little bite to it. It's interesting. Um, and then, you know, I mean, you can throw a little bit of... Sprite or something on there if you want. What I do is I use like uh, something like roses, kind of like roses. There's other ones out there, but it's like a sweetened lime juice, usually seen in bars, you know, back in the bars where they make drinks and stuff. But, uh, you know, I use a little bit of that instead of just regular old lime juice, just so it sweetens it up just a touch. I don't want it crazy like a margarita, but it's very refreshing drink. And I introduced PP to it last weekend and... He is now a fan, so <laughs> there you go. That's kind of my my new thing. Probably my summer drink this year, right? I know it was it's been it's been uh, what was it? What is it? I've been drinking forever. Palomas. I've been drinking Palomas forever, which are great still. Um, but I kind of like this. It's more refreshing, and it's also, like I said, not super crazy sweet. Uh, and what else is going on? That's good. The good that's happening for me. Well. Uh, last Friday, had my annual review, and it went fantastic. As a matter of fact, I am now the senior media developer 
um, for the company I work for, which is awesome. A nice move up in, in rank there. And, uh, you know, some more responsibilities, but hey, no problem. And um, along with that came a nice raise. So pretty happy with that. O- over 10%, I would say probably more like 11 or 12% raise, which is awesome in this environment that we're living in right now. I do know we're going to have to start going back into the office here soon. And I fully expected that anyway. Um, so that's going to cost a lot as far as gas goes with gas being about $5 a gallon. That's, that's going to put a little damp damper on that raise, but Hey, still a raise nonetheless. And it's still a very positive thing. And I'm a very happy guy for the whole deal, but that, you know, that's about all I got for things that are going good. Things that are making me happy. I mean, there's a lot more, but that I wanted to talk to you guys about today. I'm going to go ahead and take a quick break. I'm going to throw it over to Kyle. And then we'll come back right after that and talk about some things I'm into. Okay. Hey, Kyle. All right, we're back. All right, everybody. So, first off, I will have a special report for you guys next week, not a regular episode. And the reason I'm going to have that is because this Saturday... Well, this weekend in general, in addition to it being Father's Day on Sunday, which is fun. Yeah, I know it's a Hallmark holiday, but it's still fun. Um, But Saturday is Record Store Day. Uh, There was already one earlier in the year, but this one is the kind of the makeup one. So a bunch of records that did not come out that were they were planning on coming out in that first go round will be out this coming Saturday. So I'm going to be there with bells on. I'm going to have my pocket recorder with me and the whole nine so that I can get a good, uh, you know, lead up to and uh, follow up from Record Store Day. Should be pretty fun. I'm going to try and bring it in with me and so you guys can hear some of the stuff that's going on and the talk and, and all that stuff. Because it, it is fun. It's a cool event. I love it. I'm, try, I'm going to try to be there by 6 a.m. I know there'll be a little line to get in. There's no Taylor Swift albums this time. <laughs> Didn't mean to blow in the mic there, but thank goodness. Um, really, the only thing that I'm I'm interested in is um, is that the brand new heavies record, and I've talked about that before. I actually, listened to it a little bit last time. I haven't listened to it in a long time. You know, Gangstar's on there on one track, and there's a bunch of different people that are you know do tracks with them. Uh, on that particular record. So I, I, main source, I think that's a big, yeah, that's the first song. Brand new heavies and the main source. Yeah, I dig it. It's it's definitely uh, something that not everybody knows, and I'm looking forward to checking that out. So uh, I did get some records last weekend. Did go to the, uh, we went thrifting. My My daughter loves going to thrift stores. And she had an even bigger idea with it. There's there's actually, she kept saying the bins, B-I-N-S, bins. We got to go check out the bins. I didn't really know what she meant. But what it is, is uh, think of it like a Goodwill outlet, okay? So what it is, is all the, the stuff comes in and they're in all these bins and then it gets sorted and goes, you know, out to stores, you know, to be sold or whatever, or... Stuff that just was at stores and didn't sell, so it came into these bins. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but they are literally that. They're these giant bins 
and uh, different ones have different things in them. Obviously, there's clothes, there's furniture, there's records, there's CDs, cassettes, eight tracks. I sell a ton of eight tracks. There's all kinds of stuff in these deals. And so she really wanted to go to that. I think I have a photograph of the place that we went to. It, it <laughs> I mean, I felt like I had to take a shower after we went there, to be honest. It was not the cleanest of environments. Um, but, you know, I did come away with a few things. I found a few items. I found one record there that uh, at that deal. And then we went to some other thrift stores. But that record was called uh, Freak Out Guitars. That's the group or whatever, Freak Out Guitars. And the record is Freak Out, the New Guitar Sounds. And it's interesting looking. Uh, now, I assume the songs on there, I haven't listened to this one yet, but I assume the songs on there are not rec the rec recordings of the, by the original artists, okay? I think what it is is this group of guitarists actually you know, plays their own covers of these these songs because Ruby Tuesday's on there. That's kind of what I first saw, and I was like, oh, wow. Um, so I'll be pretty surprised if I spin that sucker and, and Mick Jagger's voice starts coming out of there. But and regardless, it's still kind of cool, and just I really, something drew me to the title, or to, um, to the title, something drew me to the cover, uh, the record cover, and so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. And then we went to some other uh, thrift stores, you know, and I found three other things that are pretty interesting. I found uh, one of the, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of, there's a series of records put out by uh, a group. I don't know if it's a group, but it's a, it is, it's some sort of group, but it's like a company or something. It's called 101 Strings, uh, but they put out a bunch of different records. I have some of their other ones, like a Mexicali Brass one. Uh, I don't know. I've got a few of their <clears throat> their records, but this one is called The Soul of Mexico. And again, the the album cover is what drew me to it. It's an interesting album cover, like a painting of a, uh, you know, a village in Mexico. Pretty cool. I'm looking forward to that one. That's going to have a good sound to it. Uh, I also found one of those, you know, it's not KTEL, but it's like those KTEL compilations. Um, and this one is called, um, knockout and it's got a bunch of different artists on it. Um, a little bit of everything to be, be honest with you, some really good songs. Uh, hooked on a feeling is on there by blue Swede, I believe. Um, boy, what else? I write the songs by Barry Mantle. That's not a good one of mine. Boogie. Boogie Fever, Boogie Fever, boom, boom, boom. And then Shake Your Booty is on there also. But it's weird because it's not just disco. It is kind of more just dance music. But, yeah, it's really good. I like it. I actually spun that one last night, and I really like that one a lot. I, I love those compilations. They're just kind of fun, you know? Okay, so I did find one more album, and that is an album called 3 Plus 3 by the Isley Brothers. And... Uh, the interesting thing about this one thrift store that we went to, some thrift stores are starting to get wise to the idea of vinyl being a hot commodity right now. But what they're not wise to is how they should properly price things. <laughs> so I will see sometimes these <clears throat> outlandish prices for some of these records, and they're either all scratched to shit or the cover is just destroyed 
or they're simply just not worth what it is that they're thinking. An example is uh, Knee Deep in the Hoopla by Starship. If you don't know what Starship album that is, so there was Jefferson Airplane, then they became Jefferson Starship, and then in the 80s they became just Starship, okay? And I, I don't really care for that iteration. I like some of the Jefferson Starship stuff. I love Jefferson Airplane stuff. I mean, come on. Um, but yeah, that's what they became. So if you don't know, if you think you don't know any of their, their music from Starship, you do know this song. I guarantee it. We built this city. I know you guys know that song. Um, and that one is on the album Knee Deep in the Hoopla. And actually they even say the title of the album in that song, Knee Deep in the Hoopla. Yeah, it's in there. Um, but they had that record for seven hours and ninety nine cents. It was in pretty good shape. I mean, there were some minor minor scuffs maybe on the actual vinyl, uh, and the the album cover was pretty good shape though. I'll be honest with you, but it ain't no seven dollar ninety nine cent record, man. And there were others in there like that too. Uh, there was actually a, a Jefferson Starship album in there that actually was a beautiful uh, cover, but again. Eight bucks for it. It's like, dude, no. Nobody's going to pay eight dollars for this, okay? And and it's just ridiculous. They just don't know what it is they're selling. They just look at it and say, oh, this is, must be worth more. It's more modern, you know? They, oh, it's not a gospel record. <laughs> you know, let's charge eight bucks for it. Because there's tons of go gospel records, everybody, <laughs> if you're looking at thrift stores. If you are a gospel aficionado, you should totally get into record collecting and go to thrift stores. You you will be in heaven uh, in more ways than one, obviously, right? So um, I, I dig through all those anyway, and I came across uh, that Isley Brothers record. Well, the funny thing about that one is it's hard to find. Uh, three plus three is not a simple record to find. Um, and the one I got is in pretty damn good condition. And... Uh, I want to say, I kind of looked it up on Discogs, just see roughly what that one goes for. And it's around 30 bucks. I got it for about 50 cents. <laughs> so, got a good score there. But I like the Isley Brothers, so I'll listen to it. You know, I'll check it out. I mean, hell, just for their outfits alone on the album cover and in the uh, Gayfold, totally worth 50 cents. Uh, but that's about it on music. And then I will let you guys know about saturday and that special report and then also uh black francis or frank black had a post on um i think it was instagram today and it, he was just showing that he got his advanced copies of the frank black and the catholics vinyl box set so all their studio albums on vinyl i've told you guys this i'm waiting on it mine will be here like july 8th i believe so totally jazzed and i saw his post today i put hearts all over that thing because i was so excited all right what am i watching as far as movies and tv go uh well i mean obi-wan kenobi i'm all caught up on that um and i will say i don't get what the big beef is um i yeah i mean it's not my favorite thing i've ever seen but it's star wars tv shows live action I don't know what everybody's crying about. I, and the funny thing is, I think most of the people who are really crying and making a lot of noise about it have unreal expectations. Uh, 
And I also think that they're not the original Star Wars fans. So uh, you take that however you want. I know it sounds like I'm criticizing people. I am. Quit crying. This is live action Star Wars TV. Wham, wham, boo-hoo. Okay? There's bigger fish to fry in this world. Bigger things to be upset about. Just because you have some questions. Dude, uh, I don't know if they're going to be able... It doesn't go with canon. I'm pretty sure that the people who work in Lucasfilm, the writers and all that stuff, they know what they're doing. They're going to tie it together so it does go in with canon on, on the whole thing. So, just ridiculous, man. Um, but the latest episode, the fifth episode, uh, watched that one last night, very late. Stayed up way too late. But um, it's amazing. I I really liked it. I liked it a lot. I liked the whole premise of it. Um it's cool, man. It's a good episode. What I don't understand is, is how they only have one episode left and they're going to tie all this stuff together. <laughs> now they're going to tie it up with a bow and say, okay, there you go. There was your complete six-episode uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi series. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it because everything's way up in the air right now. I would imagine that last episode is going to have to be well over an hour to tie everything up, but I guess we'll see. Um... Stranger Things. Holy cow. Um, it, I really don't know what to say about it. Uh, it's funny that the whole Kate Bush, you know, running up the hill thing has become so popular right now. I, I remember that song. I remember that music video when I was a teenager. And um, I've always liked Kate Bush. She's very talented. I had one album that I had of hers that I listened to like all the time. It was a CD, but it's called The Sensual World. And it has a song on it called This Woman's Work. And it's, I don't think she recorded it just for the movie, but it was in a movie called She's Having a Baby with Kevin Bacon and Elizabeth McGovern. Yes, it was a very 80s movie. Um, it was made by the same guy who made like Ferris Bueller's Day Off and Home Alone, 16 Candles, Breakfast Club. I cannot remember his name. Sorry. But it's John Hughes. John Hughes. It was made by John Hughes. And it was it's an interesting movie. It's a guy who's kind of a little bit immature and everything, but is has gotten engaged and gets married. And he just continues to fantasize about how the grass is greener, not being married, not being committed, and being able to fool around with other women and do whatever he wants, right? Um, it's good. It's a good movie. It's very 80s, so you're going to have to look over that uh, if you're younger. But the song This Woman's Work comes in at a perfect time, and it fits so well. It's just beautiful. And I remember seeing that movie and um, getting that record like right away, and the whole record is fantastic. The other thing she did was Don't Give Up. It was a duet with Peter Gabriel from his So album. And, uh, man, that's a great song as well. She's just really talented. So it's kind of cool that people are starting to discover her, even though she's been around forever. Um, but that, that show is so good. Stranger Things season four. Holy cow. It's, <laughs> it makes me wonder what I've been doing watching the other three seasons. Uh, I got a Repo Man. I got a copy of Repo Man, um, digitally. And, um, wow, you know, I forgot about that movie. I also remember the movie being way cooler than it is. 
it's still pretty cool. Emilio Estevez is pretty awesome. And uh, Harry Dean Stanton, I believe, is in it. That's that's his buddy in it. But it's a cool movie. Check it out if you get a chance. I've been enjoying that, enjoying the soundtrack, just the overall vibe of the movie. And then last but not least, I have um, watched some of the January 6th committee hearings. All I'm really going to say about that is, if you believe that what we all saw on January 6th of 2020 is not what it seemed, um, which is an insurrection or an attempt to overturn a confirmed election in our country, then you cray-cray. That's exactly what it was. And in addition to that, the former president knew uh, that what he was saying, and that he still says about the election being stolen, is a lie. If you don't believe that stuff, you need to get some help. It, there's no doubt about it. And I, I, I'm sorry you were bamboozled and you were led to believe that this is a good thing for our country. But it was a horrible thing. It was like the worst thing. And uh, we're gonna, it's going to take a long time to fix it, guys. But step one is acknowledging what happened. And step two is punishing those who were involved in it. And I mean all the way to the top. And then step three is rebuilding. So I'm not saying this about... I mean, I am. I do have political leanings, right? My political leanings are with reality. <laughs> so I wouldn't say I'm necessarily a Democrat or a Republican. Uh, I'm a realist. And in reality, I will vote for who I think is the best for the position. And I will vote for the the issues and stuff that I... the what I believe is best for everyone, okay? Uh, having someone who's only interested in making money running our country is not good for our country. And that's what we had. And uh, it just just know this, man, if you got a tough time believing this. The uh, fund that was set up after Joe Biden won the election the fund that was set up by the former president is fake. And he collected $250 million from followers to fight, I think it was the Election Defense Fund or something he called it. And that money got trickled out, trickled down to all kinds of things, including Trump hotels. So you tell me how that works towards figuring out the election was fraudulent it doesn't guys it's a ripoff and no one will ever get any of that money back and it's a fraud uh, just like he is so that's my feeling on it it's not political it's straight up human and american so think what you want i don't care uh that's about it okay on that part so books and comics, haven't really been reading too many new comics. I need to. I got a ton of them actually came out today and I got I to gotta read those. Um, but one that I did read that's pretty new, um, that I think you guys might find interesting, is called New Think. So all one word, N-E-W-T-H-I-N-K. 
And it's the first issue. It's by Greg Hurwitz. And it's a trip, man. E each issue, from my understanding, is an, its own self-standing story. But this one is, is basically written from the point of view of screens and how screens were able to overpower humanity and take control of the world. It's <laughs> a trip, but it's amazing. It's a little bit scary. Check it out if you get a chance. Uh, I did listen to a lot more of Paradise Sky by Joe R. Lansdale. I'll come to an end on that one. Uh, it's been fantastic. I love it. One of the better Joe Lansdale books I've ever had. Um, and then I did get a new book that I will be listening to while I mow and reading. And I can go back and forth between the two, which is cool. Um, called The Peacekeeper, a novel. And it's from the... Uh, what is it? The Good Lands series. So it's a series of books. I think this is the first one from a series called The Good Lands. I think I told you guys a little bit about it. The long story short um, is that white man didn't overtake the entire country when they came to the United States. And American Indians still control this country. And this is an alternate future. Okay. But it's it's a murder mystery. So, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. It looks cool. Uh, podcasts, I mean, nothing really new there. Uh, same stuff I've been talking to you guys about. Something was wrong. Is <laughs> It's gone from, I don't know about this, to go listen to this now. And it, it's, it's really good. If you get a chance, check that one out. I'm knee-deep in that one, and I really dig it. Still listen to Mr. Ballin every week, a couple times a week. And still listening to Radio Rental, which is fantastic. So... Although I did hear a story on Radio Rental this last week. And, you know, I submitted uh, a story to Radio Rental. It's kind of spooky, uh, real story of something that happened to me when I was younger. And I listened to a story on there this week. And I was like, dude, you guys pick this over my story? Seriously. It wasn't very good. It was like, okay, so... Yeah, you almost got robbed. I mean, it's not a spooky story. It's weird. I don't know how to explain it. But uh, it didn't seem like there was anything supernatural about the story this woman told. So I kind of thought that was the theme of this podcast. But I guess not. I guess I was wrong. But I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate you guys coming here every week and uh, making an effort to download this and listen to it and, and take it all in and listen to my rantings. And it's interesting because I had a friend of mine that I work with and his brother um, does a podcast about movies. He's, he's really a big movie lover. And he sent me an article about it that his brother was interviewed for it. I believe it's out of South Dakota. Um and it was really cool. I was just reading, you know, what he had to say about podcasts and, and all that stuff. I mean, obviously podcasts have been around a while now. But one of the funny things that he said in there was, you know, that he just enjoys getting on there and talking. And that's what I enjoy doing, guys. That's why I'm here. And I would love to talk to you if you want to get involved in the podcast, be on the podcast, be interviewed, or just come on here and shoot the shit with me about any subject. I'm up for it, man. Just reach out to me. Uh, it's dadsnark at gmail.com. Uh, there's also the Dadsnark podcast webpage on, I mean, Facebook page. All right. And then there's the, the pod page that we have here. You can connect to me through there. I mean, there's a variety of ways that you can send messages to me. And uh, I'm more than happy to, to uh, entertain your ideas and hopefully get you on here. So let me know. Until then, though. I am going to count on getting you guys a special report this weekend on Saturday. 
And I may do it on Sunday. We'll see. I don't know. I may record some of it on both days since it's Father's Day, too. Um, but I'll get that guy out to you guys next week. So that'll be the special report will be the episode next week, not a full episode. And I will see you guys after that. But thanks for listening. And it's really freaking hot outside. I don't know if you guys have felt that or not, but I mean, it's been like, you know, feels like temperature has been 105, 106 for a couple of days now, <laughs> which is crazy because before that it was like thunderstorm city. Um, but it's really hot out, and I mowed the lawn like last Saturday and was burning up, man. Like, almost make you throw up. It's so hot, hot. And I'll probably be doing that again this Saturday. I don't know. Lawn's not growing that fast, though, with no rain and, and with it being so hot. But regardless, um, until I talk to you guys next time, get off my lawn. Get off my lawn.